It's Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. 64% of employees admit to passing off AI-generated work as their own, says Salesforce. A new wave of chief AI officers to spearhead AI strategies in federal agencies. Rapid Circle's Loran Strunt raises the risks of inadequate exposure to Copilot AI in the Microsoft channel. And misinformation alert, police department's warnings on iPhone name drop being challenged by experts. This is the business of tech. This year, so many good ideas were turned away from large events, and thus, Rejection Con was born. Every talk was rejected at some point, and these have been chosen for resurrection by you. This is the community hard at work. Rejection Con promises to showcase some of the best never-before-heard content in the MSP-verse. From household name speakers to incredible first-timers, get ready for an action-packed week full of collaboration, fun, discussion, and shenanigans. And every registration dollar is going to the Rural Tech Fund, a charity for student development. Rejection Con, December 12th through 14th. Visit RejectionCon.com and I'll see you there. MSP Radio is proud to be a sponsor. According to research from Salesforce, many workers use generative AI in the workplace without their employer's training, guidance, or approval. Over a quarter of workers globally use generative AI, with over half doing so without formal authorization. The survey also found that 64% of workers have passed off generative AI work as their own, and 41% would consider overstating their generative AI skills for job opportunities. Additionally, 7 in 10 workers have never received training on how to use generative AI safely and ethically. Despite this, the survey revealed that generative AI makes workers more productive and engaged, with many believing it would make them more sought after and lead to increased job satisfaction and pay. Small and mid-sized businesses are increasingly interested in using artificial intelligence for growth and innovation. A survey by SMB Group reveals that 84% of SMBs are interested in how AI will impact their businesses, and 27% are already utilizing AI for concrete business tasks. While there is a lack of understanding of how AI works among SMBs, tech vendors are tailoring AI solutions to SMB needs in areas such as CRM, analytics, customer service, financial forecasting, marketing automation, and supply chain management. SMBs are advised to start small with AI, prioritize areas with high potential impact, and evaluate AI capabilities regarding accessibility, practical benefits, customization options, data protection, and analytics capabilities. According to a new Retool report, more than half of tech workers believe that AI is overrated. Some workers express concerns about the trustworthiness and maturity of AI, but still recognize its potential benefits in the future. The skepticism may stem from a lack of evidence showing the significant impacts of AI on businesses. However, attitudes towards AI hype vary based on job roles, with upper management being more favorable. According to a report by Red Panda, 72% of those knowledgeable about streaming data believe that AI and ML will drive its adoption in the next one to two years. However, real-time analytics is currently the most common use case, and improved productivity is the top motivation for using streaming data technology. 
The report also highlights the challenges and complexities of working with streaming data, including security, data consistency, and complexity. Streaming analytics tools are widely used, with Google's Dataflow being the most popular framework among survey respondents. Why do we care? There's a significant risk of using generative AI without formal authorization or training, which raises concerns about ethical use and the reliability of AI-generated work, especially when workers may represent their AI skills inappropriately for professional gain. Despite a general lack of deep understanding of AI, there's a clear move towards adopting solutions tailored to specific needs. And challenges such as data security and complexity still need addressing. Of course, that's all upside for those helping customers. The federal government is seeking to hire over 400 chief AI officers, or CAIOs, by the end of the year as part of President Biden's executive order. The roles will coordinate and manage AI strategies within their agencies, working closely with various departments. The Department of Homeland Security and Health and Human Services have appointed chief AI officers, and a summit for officers from all sectors will occur in Boston. Private sector CAIOs recommend broad mandates focusing on managed complex problems and creating new citizen experiences with AI. However, the effectiveness of the role will depend on the resources and support they receive from agency leadership. The State Department has released its first enterprise AI strategy, prioritizing the development of an AI-ready workforce to maximize the impact of its data and enhance diplomatic insights. The strategy focuses on recruiting, upskilling, and retention to leverage AI technology in foreign policy analysis, citizen services, and operational efficiencies. The department's Center for Analytics is experiencing a high demand for data and AI services. It uses AI tools for tasks such as declassifying diplomatic cables and documenting war crimes. The department aims to shape international norms around the ethical use of AI tools and engage broadly on behalf of U.S. values and interests. Why do we care? Putting formal people and responsibility on something indicates a strong commitment to harnessing AI for enhancing functions and services. Small organizations may go the virtual route as large organizations can hire specifically for it. And that's why we care the ability to adapt these programs into service offerings. Now, I want to talk about some use cases. Microsoft's Copilot AI assistants may not receive much support from the software giant's channel as they have limited exposure and expertise with the tool. Lauren Strant, a Microsoft MVP and product and innovation lead at Rapid Circle, highlights the challenges of understanding the different versions of Copilot and warns against consultants regurgitating Microsoft's website content without offering unique value. He advises organizations to carefully consider the knowledge and expertise of partners or consultants offering Copilot services. Sports Illustrated has been called out for publishing articles written by fake AI-generated authors. The magazine denied using AI, but will take down the articles for investigation. This follows other publications being criticized for using AI-generated content. The rise of AI-generated musicians, such as Anna Indiana, raises questions about the role of actual musicians in the music industry, 
and the impact of AI on copyright and creative content. The issue of AI in music has caught the attention of lawmakers, who are discussing its implications for creators and inventors. Concerns are also raised about streaming platforms being flooded with AI-generated music, reducing royalties for human artists. And the deployment of AI in the healthcare industry is exacerbating existing problems. United Healthcare, for example, has been using AI to determine Medicare benefits for elderly patients, resulting in major errors and premature cutoffs of care. The AI's determinations are not transparent and do not account for relevant factors. Despite successful appeals, the AI-generated rejections persist. This highlights the tendency to use AI as a cost-cutting and automation tool rather than addressing underlying issues. Without proper regulation, more stories like this are expected in the future. Why do we care? I don't want to look at AI through rose-colored glasses, and I'm highlighting the pitfalls too. Lauren Strant's observations about the challenges in understanding the different versions of Copilot and the potential pitfalls of consultants just echoing Microsoft's contents without adding value underscores the need for depth in knowledge and experience among partners offering Copilot services and an open field at the current moment. The other stories show the problems. Black boxes without understanding and false representations of AI work are risks and produce mediocre work and results. This one is weird, but it's worth covering so we're informed. Per reporting in the Washington Post, some police departments and news organizations have been warning people about what they say are safety risks of a new iPhone feature called Name Drop that you can use to share contact information wirelessly. Departments in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Oklahoma, and other places posted similar Facebook messages warning about the privacy risks of name drop. The only risk technologists can identify is that a crook gets within a couple inches of your iPhone and you mistakenly agree to share your contact information with them. Why do we care? As technologists, this is one you need to know about. Additionally, we should be concerned about and push back on incorrect information. Security is hard enough without misinformation. Looking to reach an audience of thousands of MSPs and IT service providers? Put your ad right here on the Business of Tech and be on the show that 64% of MSPs report having listened to. A recurring top 50 tech news podcast, there are affordable options for you to reach our audience and we can support any budget. Podcast listeners are more engaged have a higher level of brand retention, and are more willing to listen to ads here than any other avenues. Want to know more? There's information at mspradio.com engage, including a button to book a time to talk. I'm looking forward to that discussion. Thanks for listening. Today, National Lemon Cream Pie Day. That seems like a very specific pie to get a day. Want to take my class in January? Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs, and the link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. 
You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on this show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.